What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. On today's show, we're going to be talking specifically about what a house flipper took from Flip Hacking Live last year, implemented in his business, and made an extra $70,000 on two deals. So went to Flip Hacking Live, saw a presentation from Von Bethel, implemented this system into his business, got two deals from it, and made $70,000. And there's going to be a lot more to come. So uh, stick around, stay tuned, a ton of great value and information in this show. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. What's up, everybody? We have an amazing show for you guys today, and we're going to be talking about driving for dollars. Driving for dollars. But um, I have a really incredible guest for you today, somebody who I've known for a really long time. I don't even remember how long, but we're going to talk about it today, definitely in the beginning. Uh, we had a little bit of pre-show conversation, but I was like, stop, just stop talking. We're going to save it for the show because I want to hear the story. So um, today I've got Michael Menino II. Um, it's a father-son team. He'll probably talk a lot about that. Uh, just a really amazing uh, guy. I'm, I'm excited to talk to him today. So Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bill. appreciate it. You're welcome. What, uh, I don't know, just give me like, give me a breakdown. Who are you? What do you do? And why should anybody care? <laughs> uh, no one should care, right? But uh, no, my name's Mike Mania. I'm from Michigan. I'm 29 years old um, and uh, very blessed um, to have a successful real estate investing company up here in Michigan. Uh, we fix and flip about 20 something houses per year. Um, I also own 17 doors right now of uh, apartments. I have a 16 unit under contract in North Carolina, and I just signed another uh, contract uh, yesterday for a 17 unit here in Michigan as well. So I'm about to go from 17 doors to 50 real quick. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're 29? Yes. Okay. When did you get started in this real estate business? So I first started listening to this podcast back in 2016, as crazy as it is. So, um, gosh, seven, eight years or something like that. Um, I came to the first Flip Hacking Live in 2017. And uh, back then, I was flipping two houses a year, running from Home Depot, running around, uh, had no systems, no process. I'm the one mowing the lawn. I'm the one doing the construction, the rehab. It was a nightmare. And then I listened to the podcast. And this guy named Justin Williams said he uh, flips 100 houses a year and chases his wife around the house. And I immediately said, he's a liar, because I flip two houses a year, and I'm so busy, um, I don't have time for anything. Um, so I came to the first Flip Hacking Live in 2017, um, and then I joined um, Seven Figure Flipping uh, with you guys in 2018 with my father. Uh, and when we first came, I was doing two houses a year, and just coming to the event, Bill, I went from two houses a year to four houses a year. I went, you know, I grew 100%. And then after joining the group, I went from four houses to nine houses a year, nine houses to 18, and now we hum in the 20-something, might touch 30 houses this year. And all my success is due to this group and everyone inside of it. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate that. Um, and it's such a cool story. So, um, so your first event was 2017 FHL. That yeah. one... Was that the one that was down in uh, south of Coronado? 
Yeah, gorgeous. Okay. First time in California, yeah. So that was the second uh, Flip Hacking Live that we had. So your first one was in 2017. I remember our first one being 2016 because it was when my son was born, October 2016. Okay. So that's how I can remember it. So you came to that event, and then in 2018 you joined the group. And then, uh, dude, your story is like very similar to mine. I listened to the podcast. I heard Justin saying that. I immediately said he's a liar. This is not possible. It's not true. There's, I, I guarantee there's people listening right now. They're like, yeah. these guys are just... They're full of it. And I don't know how many people I can bring on that tell the exact same story about their business, their structure, those kind of things, um, until they'll believe it. But it'll just take time. Like uh, yeah. For me, uh, I, was, I was pretty skeptical when it came to that stuff. I was like, show me. I want to see it. That's the kind of person I was before. Now I'm like the best buyer in the entire world. I go to an event. And I, my, my COO, I just went to an event last week, and he's like, do not bring the company credit card because <laughs> I'll just <laughs> while I'm there. Um, so... So in 2018, you joined uh, the group and you started kind of growing that business. And what I, what I really love about the story is you're, you're doubling year over year, but you guys aren't doing like 500 houses or 200 houses, you know? Yeah. Like, so what, what was, was that a conscious decision to kind of like keep it a smaller company, do 20 or 30 really good deals a year? What does that look like for you? Yeah, so <clears throat> very good question. So um, I talked to some people in the group who did grow too, and I know they, they're very successful to do 100 houses more and more. And then um, they kind of tailored it back a little bit because after a while, you know, what I saw, and from, it's a lifestyle choice too. Like I really don't like working that hard anymore. Um, and, and then there's more overhead. It's really, what, my team's a really small team. So I actually, I brought on a CEO and sold half of my company in April. So just a few months ago. Um, so it's just me, him, Mike Sr. who manages our crews. We've got three full-time crews and Olivia, my office manager. And that's really it. And we're able to bang out 20-something houses a year comfortably. No one's working too hard. Everyone's having a lot of fun in the company. Um, and um, so, yeah, that's why I just kind of chose to do that. You know, uh, I talk to people a lot. And I, I, th- I feel like when seven-figure flipping kind of started, um, there was this race to a million dollars. And there were people that were just like and, – and, and Mike Simmons has talked about it a lot even on this show and on his show. He talked a lot about um, – they're just we're just like broke stuff to to mm-hmm. grow and scale just to do it and um and so what i've tried to do since 2019 when i bought the company was i really wanted to get to the point where the people who are inside the organization inside the mastermind group they're deciding what they want it's not um this like you have to have a 10 million dollar yeah. company you have to gross 5 million um if you want to have a lifestyle business do a couple hundred thousand dollars a year do maybe a million a year have just a small team um that that's fine i i, I just did a podcast in a show It'll come out after the show, but it's with a guy named Stan Wilder. He's in our, our mastermind group now. And at the end of the show, we kind of stopped recording, and he said, he said, hey, Bill. So it's kind of funny because people probably listen to this one, then that one. But he, said, he was like, hey, I said, how are things going? Like, can I help you with anything at the end of the show? We had a couple extra minutes. And he was like, ah, oh, no. He's like, I just got to get out of my own way. I just got to kind of like, I got to grow. I got to do some different things. And I was like, hey, are you saying that because you want to do that? Because he's still kind of like a one-man show. Like, he runs his flipping yeah. business. He's got contractors and subcontractors and stuff like that. But I said, are you doing that because you want to or because you think that that's what you're supposed to do? And he's like, huh, I'm, I, I don't know. Like, I think that that's what I want to do, but I just, I, something's holding me back. I was like, this is a longer conversation. However, what you need to understand is you need to understand that nobody else should tell you what your business should or should not look like. Only you. Like, you yeah. decide what that is. And if, you're, if you feel like you're running around in circles doing everything all the time and it's driving you crazy and you hate it, then do something about it. But if you love it and it's you and you're a one-man show and you love that, 
and we can help you kind of grow that or scale that the way that you want, fine, man. It's all good. Don't let anybody yep. else tell you. And I think that's what's cool. I've watched you guys um, for the time that you were inside the group and now kind of a little bit more from a distance. But just watch you guys kind of do that and do your own thing and a couple other people do the same thing. And then some people kind of like grow really fast and then realize that's not for them. Um, yeah. Even growing fast, like having a problem and then feeling, realizing it's not for you and dialing things back, it's all part of the process. Like yeah. they, they, would, they wouldn't know that they didn't like it until they went in and did it. And, so. and it helped with them going through that. It helped me because, you know, I don't like a lot of <clears throat> overhead in my business. You know, we don't have to spend a crazy amount in marketing. Um, so, them, you know, talking to people in the group and sharing their experience, people who've grown to 100 and, and, and tailored it back, um, it helped me kind of decide what I wanted. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's really cool for you guys to kind of sit back and say, let's let's design it. Like, our, our, our business should... Um, should be designed around our life, not the other way around. And yeah. I feel like a lot of people's life is designed and revolves around their business instead of, instead of the opposite. Like, yeah. design it. that's the cool thing about real estate. Like, we can design it however we want to. You can go, yeah, you can go as big or, you know, as small as you want. And um, like now in the single family business, since I brought in my COO and everything, I, I literally put five hours a week toward this business, as crazy as it is. But it took me years and years to do that. And I wanted to put all the systems and processes in place. And then now I'm focused toward the multifamily. That's how we're going from, you know, in the last two years, we picked up 16 doors. Now we're picking up another 30 something in the next, by the end of the month. Um, so yeah, I just kind of put that system of processes in place for that, um, had the team together and then allowed me to kind of focus on, Hey, I want to do something else. So, yeah, it's nice to see. I've seen people like just kind of evolve. And the other thing that I'll say, if anybody's listening is, you know, you don't have to start as a flipper or wholesaler to get into multifamily. I see that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you're a multifamily investor listening to this and realizing like, hey, I actually might want to flip some houses or wholesale houses. Like, that's okay. Um, you can do both. You can do one. Uh, I would recommend we focus. Like, I think you've dialed it in. You've gotten to the point where you focused on that. You've got the COO running things, doing it five hours a week and saying, hey, you know what? I'm kind of interested in checking this other thing out. Yep. And, and you go do that. I did the same thing. I've seen other people do it. Um, and I know that my superpower and what I love to do is like raise money, raise capital, build connections and, and things like that. Uh, and not, I don't want to manage a multifamily building for the next 10 years of my life. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> no. like I, so yeah. I know that. So I, I found somebody who does and we've been able to partner up and, and do things together. So um, really cool stuff. I think I'm, I'm the other thing is we, we had a lot, like you had uh Simmons in the group from Detroit when you guys came in, right? Yeah. And so we had like Mike and Mike, and then we had another Mike and Mike come yeah. in. So I remember that time. And um, so how did you feel with that? Like a lot of people struggle with competition and things like that. And they really, mm-hmm. like, I know Simmons really, really well. And he's like, I just want to own this market. Um, how did you feel like that when you came in the group? Were they very like friendly and open to help you guys and work with you guys and stuff like that and share? Or was it very much like, don't play with my toys? Um, yeah, in the group, you know, they kind of shared everything. Um, I felt maybe there were some don't, you know, play with my toys. I'm sure there might've been some of that, but it was a, we're also a little bit different too. Like we were the fix and flippers or the wholesalers. Like I didn't want to grow a wholesaling business. Um, and I was, you know, 30% of our deals come from our own marketing, but 70% of our deals come from wholesalers. So like wholesalers are our best friends. We take them on the boat, you know, like they're a lifeblood to our, our company. Um, so maybe that's, I don't know. I, I'm, for me, I'm open to share anything to anyone. Even like tonight at six o'clock, 
I'm going to meet with other fix and flippers and talk about my business, you know, talk about everything I do. Um, so I, I, there's enough to go around. So, yeah, it's, it's totally that kind of atmosphere, especially now, now more than ever. I feel like, like we are just, the more we can help each other and, and work together, like the better. There's, like you said, I, I remember I, I had this problem. Like I, 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 had, I struggled with all that. It's like, oh, okay. sh- can I share this? Should I share this? And now it's like, I, I don't care. Like honestly, <laughs> uh, 95% of the people out there, they, they could take it and even not even know what it is and not do anything with it. And the 5% of folks that do, great, man, good for them. So yeah. that's, uh, that's the really cool thing is this very openness to share. And I've seen people come and like as successful as you guys are, we have very successful wholesalers and flippers in the Detroit area that mm-hmm. are coming into our group and growing their businesses too. So it's, it's really cool to see. The, um, you guys, you mentioned your deal flow. So mm-hmm. how specifically do you find deals? Cause I think that's something mm-hmm. that I would like to touch on yeah. on this show. For sure. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to, here, I'll give it all away. 70% of our deals come from wholesalers and we love on those wholesalers. Uh, I give them gifts when we close deals. I send them birthday cards. Um, we take them on the boat. We go, you know, might have adult cocktails. We have food. Um, cause I run a construction business, not really a marketing business in my mind. Um, so 70% of my deals come from that. And the other 30% come from our own marketing. Um, the rest is letters. Um, we mail to the same, um, cities, very specific cities in this one county that we're in, um, in Oakland County. And every six weeks they get a letter from us. Um, it's funny. They call us and like, I've been getting a letter from this guy every month for the last two years. And like, you know, they're a little upset when they talk to our customer service. I'm like, and it's not going to stop. So you either sell the house to me or someone else. Um, then we uh, implemented driving for dollars. So this is a funny story. So coming uh, to flip hacking live last year, um, and I've been going every year since 2017. Um, and I still learned a lot of stuff. I just looked right before the show, right before the interview. So some people might be like, Hey, I know everything. I don't need to go. I wrote 23 pages of notes from the last year's flip hacking live. And I implemented those notes. And one of the things I took was, um, I think his name is Vaughn, right? The driving for dollars yeah, guy. Vaughn. Love that guy. He did a great speech. And, um, just in, I think, 45 minutes he had, and he was talking about driving for dollars, and he gave away his whole business, right? This is why we share. He's in a different market than me. He's in South Carolina, Greenville, which is a gorgeous part of the country, and he's talked about how he pays someone, because, you know, I wanted to implement driving for dollars for years, but we weren't sure how to pay someone. You pay them per deal, like, but then they go forever, you know, a while without getting paid, and gas is $5 a gallon now. It's not going to work. So um, we took his structure that he presented on stage about, you know, paying them per uploaded lead, um, paying them a bonus. And then the systems and software is using batch leads to skip trace them and text them and follow up with them. And from doing that one thing from last October, we bought two, two uh, deals that came from that, and we will gross another $70,000 um, just by implementing one more thing in less than 12 months. Okay, so you went to Flipback It Live, you watch Vaughn's presentation, you implement it. How, how quickly did you implement that system afterwards? Was it like a month after? It uh, was probably, you know, yeah, it was probably like two months after. Like we're working on it slowly because we're still, we had got this new CRM. So we're like integrating with the CRM, see if we can tax through the CRM. Um, we use a Salesforce CRM. Um, so it probably took about two months and we weren't even great at it. And then we had to find the right driver 
and it wasn't at the top of my to-do list, right? Um, but then we got, you know, the right driver who drives for us. He also does DoorDash and Uber. That's how we met him. He's an Uber driver, and the guy's awesome. Now he drives us to the airport, and he's very appreciative because he wants to get into real estate. And um, so now we got someone. He consistently drives for us, uploads two, 300 houses a week, and we have a system of texting them, calling them, and sending them mail. All right, I'm, so I'm interested in digging a little bit deeper into this. So you took Vaughn's system, you implemented it into your company uh, from Flip Hacking Live. That's what I love about this event. Like the, mm -hmm. people will uh, open up their playbook. So specifically for this show, I was, I was interested in talking to somebody who had implemented Vaughn's Driving for Dollars mm -hmm. program because Vaughn can talk about doing it, right? And everybody's like, oh yeah, Vaughn did it because, and, and he's doing like 40 deals from it a year and he's got it all built up so it's easy for him. And there's, and then what he does is he goes on stage, he shares all of it, right? He shares the entire presentation, exactly what he does. Mm -hmm. And just like we talked about, 95% of the people go, oh, that's really cool, I should do that. And they should themselves like out of business, yep. right? And the other 5% of people go, I'm implementing this. And for you guys, it took two months. It wasn't on, it was on the back burner a little bit. And then it started to get some traction. And that's usually when we say, hey, this is working. Like yep. we start seeing results, right? And so it's a lot of times it's like, oh, I, I tried that already. It doesn't work. Like you didn't really try. Yeah. Like you didn't put in the time. You didn't put in enough effort. So, so you guys did it. It's going to net you seventy thousand yeah. dollars. So, um, a trip to Orlando, uh, an event which probably had a bunch of other information that you took that's going to make you more money. But just this one strategy, one yeah. presentation. I think you had like thirty minutes, maybe thirty-five. <laughs> and. 35 minutes of a three-day event yeah. is going to make you $70,000. and You're not even done. Like, this is a strategy that's going to work for a long period of time. Yeah. So how did you – probably the, the, the challenge that some listeners are going to have is like, okay, well, I didn't go to Flip Packing Live, so tell me a little bit more. So let's tell them just a little bit more. Like, how did you find this driver? I think that's usually the problem. Like, I want, I want to do driving for dollars. How did you find them? And maybe how do you structure this person's pay if yeah. you're willing to yeah, share? Yeah, I'll share it all. It – so I'm the type of guy in the group, like I'm not smart enough to re to create something. I just find something successful. I literally, so after the event, I think you did a podcast with him um, mm -hmm. and you talked more about it. I listened to that again and I was like, what did I miss? Right? What, what? So I literally just like went to the event and copied from that. <clears throat> so this driver is kind of funny. We found him during COVID because Uber wasn't working. So we found him on Google. And he accepted Bitcoin for half off. It was like really funny. But now he's like a good friend of, friend of ours. He like drives us all around all the time to the airport. But um, so yeah, he he does Uber, he does DoorDash, and he's interested in real estate. And um, like he listens to Robert Kiyosaki and all that stuff. Rich Dad Poor Dad. So we and he did driving for dollars in Texas a few years ago, but they didn't have like pay per lead. So what we have is the Deal Machine app, and it highlights you know greenhouses that already met our criteria of like 50% of ARV. Um, they've owned it for longer than seven years. And that's really all I care about. And as long, and then if the house looks kind of like outdated, tall grass, gutters are hanging off, you know, windows are single pane, the roof needs new roof, overgrown grass right now, or in the winter, you know, it's not plowed snow in Michigan. But, um, and then he takes a photo of that house. We pay him a uh, $1.50 per uploaded house. Um, and once a week on Monday, my, and he does about, about consistently 250, 350 houses per week. And he loves it because he bought a new car. And this is the biggest thing. My CEO didn't believe me. He's like, Mike, no one's going to want to do this. They'd rather do DoorDash than do this. 
I'm like, no, this is perfect because you don't have to put it as many miles on your car. So he has a, he got a newer car. And he's like, Mike, thank you so much. With gas at $5, instead of running around doing DoorDash all the time, he's like, now in the three miles, I can make hundreds of dollars with your system because he just drives around this great little neighborhood in Metro Detroit. He makes 300 bucks in a few hours. He makes $65 an hour. He makes more than I do, I think. And doing this driving for dollars system that we have, we pay him a dollar fifty for uploaded the uploaded lead. On Mondays, my office manager goes through. She looks at everything, makes sure the photos um, uploaded, and then uh, to make sure that it's um, like it is a house in distress, right? So she approves those. I pay him through Zelle. So every Monday he gets paid through Zelle. We um, then use uh, batch leads to skip trace um, everyone. Uh, we get the list, we text them, we email them, and then we do the three-touch mail campaign once a month. So we send them a, a letter. Uh, 30 days later, they get another letter. 30 days later, they get another letter. And that's really the system. I don't even have cold callers, to be honest. We just text and email and um, do mailers. I love this. So the one thing that, that I think would stand... So maybe I missed it. How did you find the driver? Yeah, so... Um, he, it was a, a Uber driver for us. Um, so you were in an yeah. Uber and you were like, Hey, do you want to do this yeah, while so you were, were driving? So this is during COVID. So this is the funny, so Ubers weren't working. So we we're, not, we're on Google, he's a driver and then we're talking to him and then he was a driver for a little bit because during COVID Ubers weren't working as much. So we just had his cell phone and like, Hey, Corey, can you come pick us up? And he would come pick us up, do whatever. Um, so he was just really someone, he's a Uber, he's a DoorDash and Uber and he takes people to the airports and he's interested in real estate and that's really it. I got it. So you just like were randomly in his car yeah. one time, you guys started talking and so it wasn't like an ad that you yeah. put out for specifically for Uber drivers. Or and I did like put that. out ads for people. Um, there was a lot of people who wanted to get in real estate and they want so and I'll, this is a good way for them to get started in real estate, but they kind of fizzled out. I, I would say the best thing, and he, of course, consistent. I only got one driver now. I had two, but they kind of keep fizzling out. I would say get someone who's already doing driving, like DoorDash, Uber, like someone that's what they do. And then he's like, I love it. I can just quickly turn it on, boom, 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 do it, hit up a neighborhood, turn it off, and then go about. So he's already driving. Yeah. So this is something that probably never happens on other podcasts that I'd like to start implementing on mine. Um, what are it, 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 like people listen to this and they're like, oh, that's easy. Like you get in an Uber, you talk to somebody, you get this great person, and and then you're paying them for two, they're doing 250 to 350 houses, and then I get seventy thousand dollars on two deals. Like it's really easy. Like what were some of the problems that you had during this? Like what what are some things that that didn't yeah. work that you tried, or some uh, things that failed that you like all along the way? Very good question. So uh, at first was getting a driver. We didn't have Corey right off the bat. Um, Getting a good driver, consistent driver, that's probably like the hardest part. And then once you get past that hurdle, um, it was like the texting. So why it took like two months, why I was like stalled, because we have this new Salesforce CRM, it's awesome, but it was very like labor intensive. My office manager was putting it together. So that instead of texting through batch leads, we could actually text through our, our CRM. So that's all logged inside of our CRM. And so she was putting that process together and that took I think like about six to eight weeks. So he was driving and we weren't texting or doing any marketing. And then um, for like a few months, maybe three months, and then we finally got our systems in place and we just took too long to do it. Like we could have just done uh, Vaughn, what he said, just gone to Bashley's and within like a day or two been texting these people, but we just went inside of our CRM. Um, so those two were the, the biggest um, hurdles, so. 
Yeah. So on the on the hiring side of things, um, it, it sounds like you've also brought some other drivers on and they've kind of fizzled yeah. out. Like what was it? What do you feel like it was about Corey? Mm -hmm. It sounds like it's yep. his name that driving for you now versus the other ones that were fizzling out and maybe some things that you could have done differently with, with the other ones. Yeah. So the other ones were they wanted to be real estate investors and not driving for dollars. People they don't want to drive, right? So they want they were. I probably met them at the Rias, you know, uh, local Rias. I speak at them and I get a lot of people follow me on Facebook. So and I posted on my Facebook, hey, looking for drivers. And they're like, hey, Mike's successful in real estate. So they were, they probably want to be a fix and flipper and a wholesaler, not a driver, right? So I probably attracted the wrong type of person. Um, I sh would have done it if Core doesn't, you know, work on the future, which I hope he, <laughs> he keeps driving for us forever. But I would probably reach out into like the Facebook groups of like, you know, DoorDash or things like that. Like get someone who's used to driving and already knows the street and they don't really want to be a fix and flipper and wholesaler, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. I love that advice. Um, it's really like, think of the avatar before you put out the marketing piece. So like, who are you trying to attract? Um, I see that a lot, like with people that use social media or they'll hire their friend or family member or somebody on their, their personal Facebook page. And it's like, hey, I'm looking for a digital marketer that can help be my marketing manager for yeah. my company. And it's like, oh, my, my neighbor knows their friend and they're going to refer you uh, or somebody like that. Or this person is tagging another person. And I, I, that happens a lot for me. I, I remember when I did my executive assistant post, which went like massively viral, <laughs> went crazy. Um, it, I put it, I, I wasn't, I like put it on my page, but I was, I was sharing it in local yeah. groups. Like I put it in all these local groups. And what I found was it was written to get a response. I got like thousands of responses, but it wasn't written to, um, to the characteristics and traits of the person that I needed. Yeah. So I wasn't getting the personality profile that I was actually looking for. However, I got so much like top end, uh, people in the funnel, it didn't matter that it was so tight yeah. because of that, that it, we spit out like great. I candidates. think I applied to that, so, to be honest. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably like, that looks exactly like yeah. me. Uh, everybody reached out and was like that. Can I take that ad and use it myself? Like, fly my around assistant? an airplane? So, okay. No. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And when I wrote it, I had a crappy one. Now I have a nice one. So, um, <laughs> I think I think for those that are out there, just kind of think about the avatar before you like, and then and then where where are those people hanging out? Where do they congregate, yeah. and how can I uh, target them? And then when you bring them on, it's probably about nurturing those people. The the cool thing here is this guy wouldn't be dropping 250 or 350 houses because you, look, you got two deals from all this yeah. over that time, yep. right? If you weren't paying by lead, this guy would've been yeah. gone a long time sure. ago, I think. Um, and you also committed to pay that, you know, three, four, sometimes five hundred dollars per yeah. week. And for you said even for like two or three months, you weren't even doing yeah. anything with them. So, like it's it's important to have a plan to understand what that is, and then commit up front because you guys are forking this out every single week with without having deals mm -hmm. yet. So you have to have like a budget. Do you guys sit down and say this is what we're going to budget? This is what we're willing to pay to go into this and then we have a timeline of if it doesn't work by then, we're gonna pull the plug. Yeah, so our deals are healthy. So we spend about, uh, and people are gonna have, might have heart attacks when I say this, we spend, we're okay with spending five, $6,000 per deal because our average, is, I think it's like $35,000 in gross profit. So like how many times we trade 6,000 for 35,000, right? Like all the time. Um, and like we tried, we hired a actually we hired a pay-per-click a company in the beginning of the uh, of the year. We paid ten grand, got not even one lead, and then we were implementing this as well. Um, it, I just asked myself. I think we're we paid twelve thousand dollars so far. So how many times would you pay twelve thousand dollars 
to bring in $70,000, right? And it doesn't cost me any of my time, you know? Uh, it costs my office manager. She's the one who really runs everything. I can just speak at a high level, but she does everything, and the driver drives. So, I don't know. For me, it's a win-win. Yeah. The other thing that's not mentioned in those numbers specifically is the list that you're building. Yeah. So the value of that list of, of homes and addresses and, and all the skip trace data that you have from that, th those are future deals if worked properly, follow up happens, those kind of things. So like you're putting in that time up front, but you're getting these assets, which are addresses, houses, photos, all of those things that you have inside that database yep. to then go use yep. again. So that's what a lot of people miss. Like the value of our wholesaling and flipping businesses are really like the leads, the people, the systems, those kind of things for repeatable um, operations. And that's, that's the value of the companies that we have. So when you look at you know, valuing a company or selling it, or like you said, you recently sold a percentage of equity, it sounds mm -hmm. like, um, that's, that's a lot of the value is that. You know, it's, it, this, is, this is future earning potential, like potential energy inside the company. Yep. And again, we're um, really bad at, like, we're not the best at follow-up, right? Like, I don't run, a, there's people, there's probably another two more deals in there if we, like, called them, you know, did more effort. It's just, we really just put in an auto text message follow-up campaign so yeah the other thing you could uh, potentially do is like sell those leads to another wholesaler or something oh, you once you're like hey we worked easy enough for us and like hey would you buy a list of you know five thousand driving for dollars houses because these are like targeted houses yeah. so um, and then you might have somebody who's like rock star follow-up or even do a jv with them where you're like hey wholesaler i have this big list i feel like we've squeezed it for our flips if you get a deal we'd like to do a 50 50 with you would you That's do it like, I, I might do that yeah. so um all right. What else is so? So the driving for dollars thing. Like, I guess my I, I kind of want to like wrap the show up a little bit with like, there's people who watched that presentation didn't do anything. Yeah. Then there's people who watch that presentation says a good idea. Should I or shouldn't I do it? Or it sounds like a lot of work or too hard. Like, would you say that this is a good opportunity for people if they just like? Does it take a lot of effort? Is it um, like can they, can they implement it quickly for somebody who's wholesaling, flipping, even buying rentals, stuff like that? Like. Should everybody be doing yeah, this? Yeah, everyone should be doing this. Um, I think because up front, again, if you listen to Vaughn, just listen to his, if you can listen to his show, listen to that 30-minute thing when he talks about it, you could get this up and going really, really quick. We just took the long route because we wanted our, our CRM to, to be able to text and call through it. Um, and like you said, it, it's leads that no one's getting. That's how we're able to get. Like one, we're going to make 40, another, we're going to make 30 on it. Um, and... Um, it's just, it's, it's just like it adds, like it grows our business like another. So it's just one more thing that's just going to grow our business. Like it's one thing that we implement this year. We might be able to get another one or two deals by the end of this year. Again, like part-time doing this. And then if I could add maybe $100,000 a year to my business, I mean, that's crazy. And like you said, for the value of the business. And so. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned Vaughn's uh, podcast a couple times. I'll we'll put it in the show notes. I'm not sure what um, episode it is, but in the show notes here, we'll put it in there um, and, and tie it in in the email so you guys can see that podcast. It's kind of like he he does go like yeah. step by step through exactly what to do. Um, I've kind of feel I actually feel like it was the. I think we took the presentation from Flip Hacking Live and put it on the podcast. I don't think it was an interview that I did with him, but it might have been. So um, I, we might actually have the actual like presentation from FHL that went. Um, we Sometimes we take like two or three. I think that was okay. one of them that we took and put on the show after the event. So they, they might even get lucky if that was the case. Um, 
and and watch the actual presentation that he gave. Um, and I, I know that in the future, like you buy a ticket to Flip Hacking Live, we'll, we we usually give like previous recordings and stuff like that. That's definitely going to be one of the um, uh, one of the presentations that we use this year if you get a ticket. So, um, what would you say to people that are kind of like on the fence of going to that event? It's it's I mean. I thought it was like six months away, but it's like three, <laughs> and so I started looking for it. So, um, what would you say to folks that are kind of like on the fence to go to? I mean, if line? you listen to my story, my first one I went to in 2017, I have not missed one since, and my business has grown grown from two houses a year by myself, not knowing what I'm doing, to 20 something houses a year, and I'm 29. I've done like 70 something flips, almost 80 flips, um, and uh, and I feel like I'm the turtle of the group, right? So uh, it, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wasn't uh, for going to Flip Hacking Live. And I still go. I'll be there this October. So. Awesome. Yeah, I w- I, it's, like, it's like a must-attend must event in my mind. I, and this year, like, I got some really cool things up my sleeve this year. So I'm already starting to kind of sketch it out. I've got a couple uh, pretty awesome speakers lined up that have already committed and confirmed. So we'll be talking about that a little bit more as we go. Um, and this is about the time where we start doing a lot more promotion and pushes for Flip Hacking Live. But if you guys, if, you, if this is the first time you're hearing about it, go check it out. I uh, highly recommend you come, obviously. Um, it's changed my life completely. I remember my first event in 2016. Um, I almost didn't go. Uh, Justin asked me to speak. I almost didn't go, didn't speak there. Uh, my life would be extremely different if I didn't. We were having a baby with very complicated medical problems. He had half a heart. He needed heart surgery. Like supposed to be like a week after the event. My wife was like, you cannot go to California uh, and I'm going to have a baby here all by myself that could need surgery right away. And I was like, ah, all first babies come late. It was our second baby, but um, <laughs> I said that anyway. Uh, I was like, ah, we're... He'll be fine. And then he came two weeks later. It was great. So um, worked out for me, and I, I love it. I put we put so much time and effort all year into it. Um, you can go to fliphackinglive.com and check that out. Uh, okay, uh, to kind of wrap this up, like, what's a piece of advice that you would give to somebody who's either just getting started or is mm-hmm. like trying to grow their business? Like, what what's something that you learned along the way that either cost you a lot of time or a lot of money that you just like to share? Yeah, as that's we wrap it up? good question. I would say focus is a huge one, and Realize what you want to do. So, like I said, I'm a I run a fix and flip company, really, um, and I don't really I don't run a wholesale company. I'll wholesale three or four years that don't make sense, right? But I run a fix and flip company. I run a construction company, and I, I really focus on that. I think it would be really difficult to run construction, run a wholesaling, also do multifamily and this and this. Um, do one until you're really good at it. Get systems and processes in place. Get people in place to do that. And like I said, I've recently hired a COO to run my business. Now I can focus on multifamily, and that's how we're able to pick up another 30-something doors this month. Is because I, and I can still make, I can still pay my bills, and I got passive income now because I, I did one thing. I did it really, really well. I'm, we do 20-something fix and flips a year. I'm very proud of that. Um, we have a great team in place. We have systems and processes in place to do that. That allows me to free up my time to then focus on something else. Um, Because I see a lot of people start maybe three or four different things at once, like wholesaling and fix and flipping are two different businesses. Multifamily is a different business. Um, I would just say pick one, whatever it is, you can be successful in it. Just pick it and run with it. I love that. That's uh, sound advice. And um, I wish that I had that before I joined this mastermind group because I was all over the place. I was buying like land. I, I just... 
I still have a piece of that land. It's so frustrating. Uh, buying that, I was doing like loans. I was uh, trying to flip houses, re do rentals, uh, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Like it was, I was all over the place. And um, when I focused, I could really, it's like a laser. Like you focus it, uh, that light, like a laser, you can cut diamonds, cut glass, all this stuff. It's, it's really powerful. So, um, all right. We, hey, we're doing something really cool that I want to tell you guys about as we wrap the show up. We are um, doing a, we're calling it the ultimate masterclass. It's a uh, masterclass with me, Deal Machine, and Kiavi, um, which used to be Lending Home, if you're familiar with them. So we're doing a, uh, a masterclass together on, I got to get the date. Um, I think it's on the 13th of July. So if you're listening to this, where did it go? Here it is. Uh, the 13th of July at one o'clock central time. If you listen to this, I'd love it if you would join us. We're going to talk about like finding your first deal and, and like strategically finding it and searching for it and looking for an off-market deal and also how you can fund it um, or your next deal. So if you're doing deals right now, give a strategy. So Deal Machine is going to talk about like how they do things. Um, it would kind of like walk you through this masterclass of exactly how to do it, how to set it up, everything. And then Kiavi talking about, okay, now you found the deal. How can you go through their process to kind of fund it and things like that? And I'm going to come from the angle of I'm the investor. Like here's some advice that I've learned along the way and some different things to do. So this is going to be pretty big. I think it's going to be an amazing uh, masterclass that we're going to teach together. Um, and you I mean you just heard it from Mike. Like implementing that strategy is not that difficult. He didn't go as far as, as talking about financing, but on the next podcast, we'll share like how you can scale your business using some hard money and private money loans and raising capital. Because that's the thing. Like even wholesalers, flippers, landlords, multifamily investors, everybody, if you have access to money, you have options. And that's it. Like I've been able to scale my business massively and I was so scared of hard money. Like I was like, I, I'm not going with one of these institutional companies. There's too many fees, hoops to jump through, all this stuff. It's scary. Um, so we're going to just remove the cloud of like fear in all of that. And hopefully that, that makes you or gets you to take action, just kind of pushes you and nudges you in the right direction to get that first deal, to go out there and make an offer, to feel like you got some money in your pocket and you know a way to find off-market deals um, using specific strategies. So doing some really cool stuff. Vaughn will be on the webinar with me. Um, a couple other of our members and things like that. So you can go to sevenfigureflipping.com slash ultimate. So sevenfigureflipping.com slash ultimate and grab a spot on that. Um, I think we have like, I think we have a webinar for like a thousand. So um, there's like Zoom has a couple limits. Mike, I don't know if you know that, but you have to like get these huge limits uh, on your Zoom account. So I think we have a thousand. Um, so go there and grab a spot. So sevenfigureflipping.com slash ultimate, July 13th, 1 p.m. Central. Um, and we're doing it one time. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, okay, Mike, how can people find out like more about what do you, first of all, what are you looking for right now? Do you need money? Do you need deals? Um, like, or do you need multifamily stuff? Like I, I want to, I always like, I've, I've, I've not been very good about this in the past. Like I bring these guests on. It's like, all right, see you later. But like, what do you need and how can my audience and people reach out to you to, to help you with that? So if there's somebody in Metro Detroit, it's like, Hey, I got money. I want to land like, what do you need and how can they get it? Very good question. Uh, so now I'm going to have to throw this website together once I put it out there. You can go to MikeManino.com, M-I-K-E-M-A-N-N-I-N-O.com. And uh, you can click there, schedule a call with me. Um, I help fix some flippers. It's $150, but if you say from the podcast, I'll just refund you the money. I don't really care, but you can schedule a call with me. Um, what I'm looking for is more multifamily stuff. And if you're a wholesaler in Metro Detroit, reach out to me. Um, we do Oakland, Macomb County. So another little thing. So I've, since I've uh, freed up my time to get into the multifamily, I've also helped wholesale multifamily. I've 
wholesaled three deals for over $415,000 in assignment fees in the last 12 months. And we're also looking for stuff for us. So if you have a deal, um, bring it to me if you need help underwriting it, funding it, wholesaling it, whatever it is, um, I'm happy to help. Nice. So MikeMenino.com. And you charge 150 yeah. bucks for a call. That's pretty cool. So, okay, let's, uh, I'm going to take like two more minutes of your time and the audience's time. Why do you do that? Um, Tell me why you do that. I do it because I speak a lot in the locally and a lot of people ask for my time, um, which is my most valuable asset. Um, and I did the math and I make like about, I did the math and it's how much my time is worth. And um, so if you're going to ask me for my time, I'd want you to be committed. I don't really care about the money. Um, to be honest, it's really to make sure you're committed because like Bill said in the beginning, and I believe it, if you tell 95% of the people, you know, you tell people to do something, you know, give away your business, 95% of the people won't do anything with it. So I'm, I'm willing to help. But I'm only willing to help those who are willing to help themselves and take, it's $150 investment in yourself. If you want to talk to someone who flips 20 something houses a year, I mean, it's $150. So that's the way I look at it. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you for a second. Um, at the end of this, you said, that's what my time is worth, $150. So uh, first of all, I think that's incredibly cheap. I think your time, like, you elevate, continue to go. Like, when I, did, mm -hmm. when I did the math, I was making, like, $55 mm -hmm. an hour when I got started. And now I value my time at, like, $5,000 yeah. an hour, $10,000 an hour, these kind of things. Uh, I made, like, a, I remember a post that I wrote. Like, I was, I was, people were driving me crazy. They're like, I yeah. just want to pick your brain. Yeah. It's, like, my least favorite thing. I don't know if you saw that thing, but it was, like, on there, I was like, here are the ways that you can, you can, you can get information from me. One, the podcast is absolutely free. You can spend hours and hours and hours with me on the podcast for free. Here's my book. It's free, plus $7.95. So you pay for shipping. I will send you a book. Like, it costs me money to send you the book. You can do that. I spent two years of my life writing that thing. It's got everything in it. It'll make you millions more dollars. And if you're listening to this, you can go to 7ffbook.com and grab a book. And then, like, from there, it was like, um, or you can join, you can come mm -hmm. to Flip Hacking Live. It's Flip Hacking Live. It's like a $395 ticket at the time. You got to buy a flight, a hotel, those kind of things. But that's like the next step, right? Um, or you can join our mastermind group. We have mastermind groups for $15,000, $25,000, and I have a $50,000 group. So like you can join one of those. If you want one-on-one -on -one time with me, you can pay $50,000 like all the other people, the other 12 people in the group. And then I was like, or um, you can schedule a call. It's going to cost you $5,000 an hour, and you can just pay me or send me a wire or write me a check or transfer money. And I was like, these are the ways that you can pick my brain. I'm not yeah. going to coffee. I'm not going to lunch. I'm not doing any of this stuff. Like, stop Facebook messaging me, emailing me, all this stuff. Like, that's that's it. And I had to get to the point where I just I would just give and give and give. And it's so easy to give your time away, but you're taking yeah. it from somewhere else. And I was taking it from my family, from my friends, from myself. I was taking it from myself, you know, and and my company and my staff and my team. So if you're out there, like, here's the deal, and I'm just gonna give it to them, like. 150 bucks first mic, it's way too cheap. Like stop charging $150, like start charging something that is like a big commitment. Unless you're getting some value out of it too, then fine. That if you're out there and you want help from somebody who is successful, go like add value, yeah. add value to them. It, and money is value and, and so is your time. Like I, I had somebody who was coming in town. I was like, well, hey, I, on Thursday, I work out on my farm and I, it's hot and I'm working and I'm sweating yeah. all day and I'm getting dirty. So if you want to talk to me, that's fine. Cool. Meet me on the farm. I could use some help. You're going to work for free. We're going to do something. I don't know. Lay down hay, pick strawberries, pick beans. I have no idea what we're going to do. Dig up potatoes. 
but you can ask me questions about real estate as long as you're working hard and sweating with me. And so people have taken me up on that. They come out to the farm, they check it out. Um, so I would say to you out there, if you guys are out there, value your time, number one. And number two, value the other people's time. Like Mike put in a lot of work, like years and years and years of work in the dark to now say, I flip 25 houses a year, mm-hmm. or 30 houses a year, and this is where we're going. I own 70, 50 rental doors, 70 rental doors, growing and growing and growing, wholesale $400,000 in the last year. Like, that stuff, that takes a lot of time and effort. So, um, yep. it's either money or time, and you gotta give some of that, and, and show that you're serious, because so many people, they just want it done for them. Uh, I realize I'm on it like a total soapbox now, but I love the fact that you just said it's 150 bucks. And, um, and frankly, I, I don't think you should re- uh, refund it. <laughs> Uh, to All you right. because you're on the podcast like um that, it, that's a very easy it's, it's a very it easy is. like screen though is that like some people they get upset like, t- and, and like how dare and i'm like and i'm yeah. like you realize and i was like you don't need to book a call with me but i just want you to realize your asset is the most valuable asset i have if anyone has time right and you i mean so yeah. so i'm gonna help you out this summer uh at your farm in tennessee it's basically what's going on come so. on come on down you come on down i'll give you I'll give you $50,000 of value, uh, one-on-one advice. Uh, come on down and spend an hour with me uh, digging potatoes, picking beans, whatever. It'll be good for your soul, too. Um, I might have you chasing around chickens. <laughs> Who knows? We'll see. Um, it, it's a lot of fun, though. And that's the thing. I was talking to somebody the other day, and I was like, you know what? It's just uh, it's really cool to be able to do that. Like, I love being out there, and it like, calls me every morning. And I, I love doing this, real estate. Um, and, and, and coaching and, and the events that we do and things like that. But there's something about that place that's like absolutely yeah. magical for me. Um, and it's great for my soul. So, uh, okay, yeah. MikeManino.com. Now he has to build out his website. And for the rest of you guys, uh, like actually for all of you, go to sevenfigureflipping.com slash ultimate. Sevenfigureflipping.com slash ultimate. Join us. It's going to be a couple hours of my time and a bunch of very high-level expensive uh, if they were paying for the, by the hour on their time, it would be very expensive. And we're doing this for free for you guys. And I think it's going to be massively valuable. Hopefully, it gives you the, the motivation and kick in the butt to get going um, or get your next deal or put a system like this in place and remove kind of that uncertainty from hard money lending, uncertainty from other systems and processes and show you kind of like an, an absolute like masterclass of exactly how you can do it in your business. So, uh, Mike, thanks for hanging out with me today. Well Tell your dad I said hi. I missed you guys a ton. And, uh, and thanks for all you do and all the uh, kind words throughout the show. So uh, I'll see you guys on the next podcast. Bye.